0: Red
1: Raiders. Hello. Thread Raiders. Thread Raiders.
2: Thread Raiders. Thread Raiders.
1: Thread Raiders. Thread Raiders.
2: Thread Raiders. Thread Raiders. Thread Raiders.
0: Thread Raiders. Thread Raiders.
1: Welcome to the new and improved Thread Raiders podcast. Where real meets surreal, (laughs) where funny meets innuendo, Mm -hmm. where friends and creators join to talk about creating, gaming, and social media friendships. Thanks for joining us and welcome. We are controlling transmission. So before we get started, I wanted to say if you listen to the show and you're already a fan, welcome back. Thank you so much. If you are brand new to the show, if you like what you hear, why not join us on social media? We're heavily involved on Twitter, Facebook, and or Discord. You can also find all those links at threadraiders.com. Join in and become part of our family. The only requirement is that we ask that you are kind, because you must be considerate of our fellow threadriders. It doesn't matter what country, what background, religion, race, sex. You just have to be a kind person and just be cool. That's it. And now yep. cool is a relative term, so uh, you don't have to be cool. You could be a nerd, geek, socially awkward, doesn't matter. We <laughs> accept and love all. Yes, you do. Uh, that's why I'm here.
3: <laughs> cool. like, uh, socially awkward. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I check all those boxes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you like this podcast that you're listening to in particular, um, if you have a podcast player Or you're listening to us through your computer, whatever, you can help support us. So, right in the beginning of the show, I want to ask that you do a few things to help us build up the show. Three hours later. Can you move it along? I'm
0: all out of time cards.
1: This is technically season three, kind of like revamp of our show, but it's still a baby show. still indie, we're still small, and we want to change that. We want to grow. We want to make the Thread Raiders podcast a huge phenom. Yes. And so to do that, we need your help. So we ask you to share us on social media, share and follow the Thread Raiders podcast on Twitter uh, and Facebook, uh, share with your family and friends. If, if you know they listen to podcasts or they say, what the hell's a podcast? So say, well, let me show you. <laughs> and you can pull up the Thread Raiders podcast say, check this out, have a good time with it. You could take it a step further. You can really help us out by taking the time to subscribe on your podcast player of choice, whatever it is, on the Android, on the iPhone, whichever, whatever kind of phone you have. But click on that subscribe button. By doing that, that actually boosts our show in the ratings, subscribing. You can also drop us a review. By dropping reviews, it's real important because it helps potential listeners find us. When I first had the podcast, I would open up searching for new podcasts, like, for instance, d d So when I first searched for DD, I'd type that in and a bunch of things would pop up and I'd look through it. I'd look at the graphic first. If the graphic caught my eye, okay, I would click on it maybe. And then I would look at the what they wrote in the heading and the title to see what the show was like. And then I would also happen to look, it's just human nature, I would look at the reviews. And if they only had a couple, I might not really even take the time to listen because our time is precious. But if they had a ton of positive, good reviews hey, it must be good. So basically it kind of just works that way. So if you like our show, take the time to drop a review. You go to iTunes. If you have an iPhone, it's easy to do. Just in the podcast player, go on there, find our show, subscribe, and click on it and leave a review. If you don't have an iPhone, you can still go to iTunes. I think you can go to iTunes.com. You can search for podcasts, find us that way, and then you may have to log in or sign up, but it's free if you want to take that extra time to go in there and leave a positive five-star review for us, we really, really appreciate it because it'll help our show immensely. We really do. And yes, see, and you hear these other voices speaking. And so if you are new, (laughs) I want to introduce these guys before we bring on our guest for this evening. Yes. Uh, I am David Steele along with...
2: Chaotic Anarchy.
3: And I am the Kilted Sea Lord, TK.
1: TK in the house. So before we start, I want to introduce our special guest, and I know he's been on before Mm -hmm. uh, with that other guy that used to be on the show, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Chris, I love Chris, and so I just want to make sure I don't ask any of the same questions, so if I do, just say pass, and then let's move (laughs) on, no, that's a joke, I'm kidding, all right, we have Robert Pritchard, am I saying that right, Robert? Yep, Welcome that's back. right. All right. Yay! Oh, we're so he, excited. He is back, back again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Robert is on Twitter, and he goes by the uh, you know the Twitter handle, New Wildcat sixty two, and that's N U oh, yeah. Wildcat sixty two. So my first, it's actually cat. just
4: N U Wildcat. A lot of people, N U. Yeah, a lot of people get that wrong, but it was the high school I went to. So,
1: yeah. All right, so that was my question. Yeah, what does that mean? So, in you, so you're not inside the Wildcats. No. This um, is, what is, out, is NU? NU is the high school I went to was North
4: Union. Uh,
1: North Union, okay. So, it's
4: in Ohio, and nobody would have ever heard of it unless you lived there. So, sure.
1: <laughs> and the Wildcats were the mascots. They were the
4: mascots, and 62 was actually the number I wore in football. So,
1: fantastic. Yeah. And do you remember what position you played? I played
4: football? defensive tackle and offensive guard. Nice, oh, wow! uh,
1: when I played eighty pounders back in the day, I was defensive tackle
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, that's it. So I'm <laughs> <to make> <laughs> Uh, fantastic. So, you answered my first question the reason for that Twitter handle. Cool. So, you guys make sure you go over to Twitter if you have a Twitter handle and jump on there and follow New Wildcat62 and you, North Union. So, it says also that you are located in Kentucky. Is that true? Yes. Sir? Okay. Uh, why? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean the simple well, answer is no. my wife got a job. <laughs> okay, so you went to school in Ohio, that's where you grew yeah. up. You moved to Kentucky with your wife with the job. And how do you like it? What's Kentucky? Uh
4: well the part of Kentucky we're in is nice. It's uh we're in northwestern Kentucky in a town called Owensboro. Mm-hmm. Um it's a small town but it has a big town it has all the big town amenities, so I can drive ten minutes to get to just about anything I want. Which is nice, but it's also small enough that I don't have to worry about crime and all that
0: junk.
2: Can nice. you get to Thank Waverly you. Hills Sanatorium?
4: I, I don't know what that is, but no. Yes. <laughs>
2: it's in Kentucky, it's in Louisville.
4: Mm. Oh, I don't know where Louisville is. So.
2: That's, that's Louisville. Oh, Louisville. Oh, Louisville. 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 Oh, I know where Louisville is, oh, no. yes.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> to say it right. <laughs> Look, it's,
2: I it's... don't live there. <laughs>
1: It's in Louisville. <laughs> 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 it's, <laughs> Louisville is
3: next to Louisville. It's its
1: little known yeah. cousin. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. <yeah. Yeah. Lewis>! Louis, <laughs> <Gosh, gosh! laughs> <laughs> so where you're at in Kentucky, I, I'm trying to imagine my map in my brain. Are you right near Ohio, though? Are you south? So, or actually, of Ohio?
4: I'm. If you take where Indiana and Illinois. Kind of meet. I'm about thirty okay. miles east of that, in just across the river in Kentucky.
1: Is is Kentucky under any part of Ohio? Yeah.
0: She said she needed a break,
1: a little time to think. But then she went to Cleveland with some guy named Leland that she met at the bank. There's, There's nothing wrong with Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. So okay, okay. So Kentucky actually right. goes
4: under Ohio, Indiana, and Illinois.
1: Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, it is It is a long yeah. state that way, yeah, east to west, cool. So I'm going to continue. Uh, we talked about before we started recording, we were trolling you all day long, and I was writing notes, trolling your social media account, so I had some questions Okay. You. I saw also that you wrote that you were a computer tech. Is that currently what you yeah, do? Yeah, so I
4: do desktop support right. for a company that does inbound call center.
1: Okay. What does co- computer tech mean? So what, what do you do with desktop support? So
4: desktop support basically handles everything at the site. So I do anything from fixing computers to password resets to sometimes it's networking and sometimes it's escalating issues all the way up to our server teams and working with them to get servers fixed. So,
1: Okay. And it's hands-on in the building? Is that where you yes, work? Yes, yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Obviously, in the rest of your bio... Says currently hardcore into tabletop RPGs. Right. Like D, Pathfinder, Starfinder. So I have a couple questions okay. for you. First off, do you play other tabletop games besides role playing games? Do you do board games, card games, um, things like that?
4: I on occasion I do Magic the Gathering. Um I also like just about any board game, but I never have time to play them,
2: so yeah. Oh, that's sad.
1: Okay. But you do make time to play the RPG ones? Yeah, yeah, I play RPGs. Okay, so they take up the majority of your time because you really enjoy them. Yeah,
4: and I do play-by-post all day at work because I sit at my desk a lot, so.
3: (laughs) You you (laughs) make time to play the important games. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a tough beat, but somebody's got to do it. And you actually
2: did, for a charity event, Starfinder as well. Right,
4: yeah, so I did Starfinder for the Extra Life event, and. I'm planning on doing one in September when we do the uh, the No Kids Hungry or whatever it is. That we're
2: doing. Ooh, action, against awesome. <laughs> action Against Hunger. Action Against Hunger. Whatever that
1: thing is. <laughs> <you know. laughs> Feeding them Either way, kids. they're both hungry. Give them some food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ma, more meatloaf. <laughs> 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 so for a noob like me, okay, I only knew about D&D 5e because that's what I started with my kids a few years back. And I never played any RPG games prior to that. Sadly, I did a little bit of what was that Shatter Run we did, TK? Yeah, Shatter Run. So I, so I learned about the the sacred D six. D6, <laughs> D6 um, represent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to know from you, sir, what what's the difference with from D and D five A or any version, and then give me a little synopsis of like what makes Pathfinder different, and then, of course, Starfinder. So
4: D&D 5e and Pathfinder um, actually have the same origins in 3.5. And what happened is is when was there a bunch of people who worked for Wizards of the Coast decided that they didn't like 4e, and went out and used the open license agreement to create their own game, and they called it Pathfinder. Mm. And so they've changed some of the rules and they've changed a whole bunch of stuff and they're getting actually ready to come out with their second edition of Pathfinder, but they formed a company called Paizo and they're actually getting pretty big now, at mm-hmm. least here in the U S. And so the difference between D and D 5e and Pathfinder is D and D 5e is pa- is what I like to call Pathfinder light because Pathfinder has all the rules. I mean, it, there's a rule for just about everything. Whereas 5e, you kind of have to improvise some of the stuff, some of the nitty gritty rules, or at least the way that I see it. And then Starfinder is actually completely different from both of them as Starfinder is a sci-fi game. And it's kind of based off the Pathfinder rule set, but then they've created some new rules and they've had to reinvent some of the stuff to make it a sci-fi game.
1: Cool. Okay. So you think the main difference would be that it's there's more rules involved?
4: In Pathfinder, between Pathfinder yeah. and 5e, yeah. Yeah,
2: okay. definitely. Yeah. A lot more rules. Mm-hmm. I,
1: I also heard one person I asked, the first time I ever heard of Pathfinder, and they mentioned that there's a lot more battles in Pathfinder. Does that sound accurate? I mean,
4: I guess there could be. I mean, I'm playing a 5e game right now where we're battling just about every session now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I guess it just depends on how you play the game. Um, Sure.
2: And what and how the DM also I'm sure the
4: DM and the adventure path that you pick because there are some adventure paths by Wizards of the Coast or Paizo or any company that makes RPGs that are more role play intensive and there's some that's more action and battle intensive. So
1: no doubt. Well, I want to talk more about Starfinder um, because I never heard of that one at all. How did you start? Like, give me give me a synopsis of when did you first find out about Starfinder personally? And how did, how did that journey start? So
4: a few years ago, me and some friends of mine got together and we decided, hey, we want to play some tabletop role-playing games. And so we picked a 5e adventure path. Well, right after that, one of the guys in the group started listening to the Glass Cannon podcast and turned us all on to it. And they were playing this game called Pathfinder, which I'd never really even heard of until then. Um, but then as I'm listening to them and their podcast, they went, they got so big, they became Paizo official. So they're actually Paizo's official Pathfinder podcast. And uh, as they're doing that, they're also doing like in their intros, they're doing small ads. And so I started looking into Pathfinder doing all that. And as I'm looking at Pathfinder, I started following them on Twitter and stuff. And one day a Twitter announcement came up that said, uh, Paizo was making a brand new sci-fi game announcement to be made. And so, They actually announced it not at this past Gen Con, but the one before that. So the one in 2016? No. Yeah. No, 2017. They actually brought it out there. And uh, so, I mean, i had been following Paizo because of Pathfinder before that, but they brought it out. And I was on board right away. So the first game, the first tabletop role-playing game I ever played was Shadowrun. 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 And then right after that, a buddy of mine started the old D20 system of Star Wars. Uh, And so I played Star Wars for like four years and then kind of got out of everything when I got married and all that kind of stuff. But then when we got back into it, I got on the Starfinder bandwagon from the beginning and I have every book that they've put out. I've had just about every accessory they've put out for it and every adventure
1: pass. So... So, Shadowrun is part of Starfinder. No, Shadowrun's
4: a completely separate thing, but. Oh. That's the one that I started tabletop role
3: playing games with. Oh, okay. I got you.
1: I'm sorry. I misheard. Okay. Yeah, no.
3: Shadowrun is, as you know, David, a lot more clunky than uh,
1: (laughs) Starfinder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't (laughs) know Starfinder. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, so tell us about that. You said there's a starter pack for that? So, it's
4: actually the Starfinder beginner box, and they. Okay. They rele- They just released this about a month or two ago, um, and I actually just got it in the mail last month. It's basically if you want to become a new Starfinder player or a new Starfinder GM, it has everything you need to run a game. It has so it has what they call the Hero's Handbook.
1: Why you found my diary? What the hell, dude? <laughs> 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 uh, I thought I had that locked up.
3: <laughs> That's, I, I told you, you can't lock that stuff up around CA, she's a rogue
2: I like to touch things
3: <laughs> this is getting hot <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: you say it's locked she's like, I have a plus 8 to lock
1: pick oh yeah. hell um, no and then I open it up <laughs> yeah. But uh, alright, so the hero's handbook Go ahead. so go
4: basically on. it details how to create a character and what the different classes and everything are for it Um, but it also gives you some of the basic rules of playing the game, it doesn't go as far as the core rulebook as explaining every spell that you can get but it also has a, a, a miniature game master guide that contains an adventure some of the aliens you would use in that adventure and then just some basic advice on how to create your own adventure if you want to do that but then it comes with a, a bunch of other stuff like it comes with a full set of, a full set of dice so if you've never played a role playing game you know that you need a full set of seven dice to play. It comes with a full set of dice. It comes with pawns that you can use to play during the game and uh, a flip mat that you can use Sharpies on. Or not Sharpies, uh, dry erase markers on. Um, And then it also comes with all of the, what they call their iconic characters. And so they've Mm -hmm. taken each of their base classes and created an iconic character for it using each of the different races also, the, the core races that they put out. And so it comes with all of with all of those as nice little pamphlets inside it too. And it comes with some character sheets that are a lot better graphically designed than the ones that were in the core rulebook, I think. Um, and then it also has these little cards that you can give to each player that explains what you can do on each turn. And on the back, um, they have some of the different... Um, modifiers you have, like if you're dazed or you're stunned or what ha- what that means for your character. So that during the game, you can actually just keep these cards beside you so you don't have to keep looking it up. But it's a nice little box for anybody who wants to who wants to just begin and not pay to get seven different books. You can get this one thing and you now have a game in a box.
1: Fantastic. Nice. Yeah, that's nice. That's good that they thought of the you know, people just want to jump in in the beginning. So they did it. Mm-hmm. So
4: they did it with Pathfinder, the first edition, also. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm surprised it actually took them this long to get it out for Starfinder, because Starfinder is almost two years old now.
1: Oh wow!
2: Very cool. I didn't know two. It was only two years. I thought it was uh, like th- around for a while.
4: No, Starfinder oh. is only two years old because they introduced wow. it at Gen Con. Not. Not the past Gen Con, but the one before it is when it actually came out. Now, the year before that, they announced it at Gen Con. So in twenty fifteen they or twenty sixteen they announced it. Twenty seventeen it comes out, and then in twenty nineteen now they have uh, the beginner box that came out this spring. And I'm sure, and they they're on like their
3: fourth adventure path now. Oh wow! Yeah. I know. They've got a lot of good minds working on a lot of stuff.
4: Right.
2: And I know there's a, a couple Kickstarters out there, too, that you can use for Starfinder as well.
3: Yep.
4: Um, a lot of people are doing uh, 3D printing Kickstarters. So if you ever mm-hmm. want to 3D print like stuff, I've gotten a few of those. Um, and there's also a bunch of people just creating everything. And I think that, that whole market is blowing up for tabletop role-playing games right now. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, definitely. Like, Especially at Gen Con, there's, there's a huge section just for them.
3: Oh, wow. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Actually, how I discovered the table the tabletop thing I'll be discussing, because that led to a thread about pricing of 3D printed stuff led to a thread about how I hated a uh, certain game. <laughs> 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 <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird how the world works. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So you guys are
1: referring to Starfinder blowing up. Is that what you're oh,
3: saying? That- uh, not just Starfinder, but like the fandom behind it. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's so much. Uh, uh, a lot of people are bringing, uh, one of my friends who's uh, as big as it, into it as you are, Rob, uh, like, love of Starfinder, uh, bought all the old Spelljammer books. He got them for 38 cents. Wow. At a thrift store. And just a box of old school books. He's like, yeah, I'm going to bring these out to Starfinder now. It's like, that is a feat. I wish you luck, <laughs> but yeah. it has so much cool stuff in it that, and Paizo has the rules in the book to do it. It's like, yeah, they, they know where their market is. Right.
1: <laughs> uh, Robert, you mentioned um, people doing 3D printing, right? Right. Or, uh, um, any, anyway, uh, before my brain loses track. Uh, I noticed on your Twitter page you, you back a lot of, of a lot of cool people too, and you use that um, what is it backer lit to back up creators. I saw uh, some posts. Backer kit, yeah, I mean that's what backer
4: a kit. lot of people use. Like I I'm on Kickstarter all the time, and so a lot um, of your Kickstarter people will use Backer Kit to do all their like after after the campaign goes through Kickstarter, they use yeah. that to uh, um. They use BackerKit to do all the end of end of campaign surveys, so that you you can put all your address and all that kind of stuff, and exactly what you want, because a lot of them have options.
1: Oh, okay. So, oh, so that's part of Kickstarter as well, or it's it's just a
4: it's tied into it, but it's not exactly a part of it. Yeah.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Looking through that, I also saw it said you um are you posted that you are getting a printer. Uh, From Ivy3D? Did you get that? I didn't know. No, No, I'm not.
4: No, they. There was a thing that they did on Twitter that if you retweeted their thing, they could. You might win a printer, one of their $700 printers, but it's not. I'm not getting one.
1: (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha. So you just did that in hopes to maybe win one. Yeah. Yeah. I did notice that while trolling your Twitter account, (laughs) that you enter a ton of giveaways and do those retweets to, to. to join in those yeah, giveaways. Yeah. I mean, besides It's awesome.
4: Yeah. it it I've never actually won anything off of them except for maybe a couple sets of dice from certain people, but
1: Okay, that was my next yeah. question. Yeah. <laughs> but I've never the profits.
4: Yeah. I mean, but for a simple click, it's not that hard to do and
1: I don't use And, and plus you love the the RPG tabletop community, right. so just by sharing that, you're helping to share yeah. the thing you love. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah.
2: That's perfect. Yeah.
1: I have one final question for you. Okay. All right, and then I'll hand things over to the other captains because uh, <laughs> I know I've been hogging things up. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're, you're good. David. Um, so Richard or Robert? Sorry, I'm looking at your last name, Pritchard, and yeah. I'm like Wait, Richard. You don't, <laughs> Richard,
2: you don't realize how many people actually
0: do that.
4: <laughs> I'm
1: sure. I just looked at it real quick. So I said Richard. If you had, if you had to pick a simple dice roller tray. What would you want it to be, straight-sided and flat on the bottom or concave design? <laughs> uh,
4: that was actually a question I put out, and uh, there – I stole it. Yeah. <laughs> the one I currently use is flat-sided, um, but I put that out there because I've seen some designs for some concave ones, and I just didn't know what people would want. And there may be some projects that I'm working on that may,
3: that may lead into <laughs> in the future. Ooh. So, so, you know, when, when you start working on those on the Discord, intriguing. we have that whole creator space. You can share pictures. Right, yeah. But Ooh, <laughs> I, I like I'm, I'm in
4: the final processes of getting stuff set up for that. But, nice. But, yeah, eventually uh, I'll have some products I might be able to sell.
1: So is this a first-time thing for you, creating those products?
4: Uh, the products I'm talking about, yes.
1: How, do you create other things already? Uh, not already.
4: Having? I used to do some stuff on the side like some website design and stuff like that so i've owned my own independent business if you will on the side before but this is the first time i'm actually creating something i'm gonna sell nice fantastic i cannot wait to see it yeah
1: I have a really cool bowl, concave thing. It, it's actually what they call it—a um, it's for bad dice. Oh, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> jail! It's oh, it, it's the dice. It's the bowl of shame or something. Oh, okay. For, for, <laughs> your, for bad dice, yeah. It's Aww. really nice though. We—it's this cool thing, and they carved in our, everybody's show name. So we—I ha- have one that says a "Quest for Magic and Steel" in the middle of it, and it's got these nice little placeholders for dice around the edges. It's really neat. It's really, nice. is, yeah. It really was.
2: Anywho, yeah. hey, super yeah. fancy. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just
3: have a pillowcase Full of bad dice in my garage I call it the home security pillowcase <laughs> If you get hit with uh, you know, Roughly four and a half pounds of dice You're going to be both confused And not getting up for a minute Wow
2: <laughs> And for those who are listening If you want to see Robert DM Starfinder uh, we, I have a YouTube channel You can always go visit it And then it was for Extra Life, right? That was what it was for? Yeah. Or was it for the Stink Razer? No,
4: it was for uh No, yeah. that one was for Extra Life, I think. And then I think Okay. I played in a couple games for uh the Stink Razer, but I don't think I DM'd one.
2: Well, if you go to the YouTube channel, click on both. The yeah. <laughs> Stink Razer and the Extra Life channel and you can see him there.
1: Yeah. Fantastic. And yeah. how do we find him? Is it like is there a specific thing with his name on it?
2: I found him. Ah. He's right there. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, How do I find you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, so I see you're a little. That's a good sales pitch. So you're just trying to get people to go to the YouTube channel and just aimlessly <laughs> click on different ones and get get stuck there. Oh, eventually, they'll YouTube find the right day. one and then they'll be yeah. hooked. Just watch them all, and eventually you'll see. <laughs>
3: <that>. <laughs> when they when they get to uh, Roberts, it'll just say the first you know 19 videos were free.
1: <laughs> 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 um, Put a YouTube link. If he can find it, there's a link for his specific video, for sure.
2: Yes. And then
1: we can put it in the show notes. It was for the Stink Razor. Thank
2: you for visiting the channel. We appreciate you.
1: (laughs) Are you a subscriber? Make sure you click subscribe. (laughs) I'm
2: excited. I worked hard on it. (laughs) Absolutely. I don't blame you. We have little thumbnails now. (laughs) It's a thing. I love
1: it. (laughs)
2: Oh, my goodness.
1: All right. I uh Before we continue, I have a vent uh, I got to yell about. So Uh-oh. the wife's like, hey, take me out to dinner. I'm like, all right. So I said, well, I got a podcast to do at 9, so it'll have to be before that. Just, you know, make sure I'm back in time. So anyway, she's like, where do you want to go? I'm like, I don't know, whatever you feel like. Um, uh, you want to go to a steakhouse? You want to get Italian? Whatever you want. Okay, blah, blah, blah. All right, I'll decide later. Anyway, we ended up <laughs> going to this new place that we've never been to. It ends up being this seafood Italian place. So, I'm like, okay, whatever, it's fine. So, it ended up being my daughter and the wife and I. We just went there. And it's this overpriced wannabe Italian restaurant. Uh, so expensive. This little thing. The food was crap. It's like I'm looking at the menu and it had nothing to do with the prices, but just trying to figure out what I wanted to eat. You know, it's written in Italian. Um, you know, they got the titles, the things. So, you got to actually read the actual. I just hate that. I'm like, what? Why? What is it? I just, I can't even understand what the frigging items are. I can't even read it. I, was like, I know, I know now, you know, I'm old enough. I know a polo is chicken. i figured that out in mm-hmm. you know, the years of my life. But the other stuff, I'm like, what the hell is that? Like, oh, it's crab cakes. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, you have to read it. So I'm reading this whole thing like it's a book. Finally, I'm like, I don't know what to get. I just, I don't know. I finally decided, I think I got steak or something. Like uh, medium weight. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, I, be safe.
3: I, I chew. Hate when places do that.
1: Oh man, it's just it's just annoying. I don't know. It's like you know they want to be something. If they're brand new, they want to be something. They're not. I don't know. I guess they're trying <laughs> to rip people off and to make you think you're getting this. I don't know. I guess there's an ambiance to that. I don't know. I just I, I don't you know. I just hate those kind of places. You know. I don't know. There's a. I great- like to try something new, but then I end up getting a place like that that just bugs me. Mm.
3: There's a Greek place uh, that man that's near my mechanic I go to, that they have the two side two page menu. Like you know you open it up and one side it's all in English, the, plainly describing what you're eating. Oh, there you On go. The other side it has like the Greek names for everything, like the proper dish name. It's like never looked at that other side in my life.
1: Oh, that's I- cool though. <laughs> you can learn something too. That's neat. I dig that. I mean that's yeah. kind of cool, but that's you how know. they should do it if yes. you know, it's
3: it's a fancy nice upscale place not super affordable not super expensive but at least you know if you go in there and you're like yeah i want stuffed grape leaves you can look oh this is what it's actually called not um asking every five oh, excuse me what's this
1: <laughs> <laughs> you
3: know, I, I don't yeah. understand this
1: yeah and yeah I was just. it was real disappointed just uh and it wasn't that good at all mm-hmm. um I think we got a risotto something for them, and it was just garbage. Like, they were, like, putting tons of salt on it. Like, you can't even taste this thing. <laughs> and then uh, I got the steak thing, and the steak I ordered I ordered medium well, because I have a thing, too. Here's another rant. So when I order steak, <laughs> I like a good steak. If I go to a steakhouse, they, you tell them how you want it, it's made that way, right? I'm a steak lover. So... But you go to a regular diner or any kind of other restaurant that has steak, so I'm always in a conundrum. Conundrum. So do I order? I like I like um, medium, actually specifically. If they do it like the picture shows, so medium just has a little bit of pink in the middle, and it's it's a, the rest of it's all cooked. Mm-hmm. So if that's perfect, if they could do that, but I know it's difficult to kind of get it exact. So I, if I order medium, usually it's it's way too red. It's like raw. So I'm like, you know what? Sometimes I'll order medium, then I might have to send it back. I hate sending it back, but sometimes I have to do that. If I say medium well, it's either, you know, they'll, they'll do it just right, so it's perfect like I like it, or they make it well done. So then it's way too, too cooked, and I don't like it. So it's frustrating. So I say medium well at this restaurant. I figure I'll take a chance. It comes out. Rare, the thing's rare. It's just red inside, Whoa. the whole thing. Like, wow. you know what? Come on. So they sent it back and they cooked it. So that was fine. But uh, yeah, just uh, overpriced. Just I didn't like the whole atmosphere. It was really depressing. Aw. Uh, well, I feel
3: like <laughs> I feel like that restaurant is now on the uh, kneecapping list.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll definitely never go there again. <laughs> they sure.
3: made the list. A yeah. <laughs> well, restaurant's never just... made the list before until now
1: it's just, just my posh problems you know middle class <laughs> life problems
3: I'm a, I'm a lover of steak but if you you order a steak a certain way it takes six and a half minutes to cook a medium well steak i used to work at a restaurant it was like hey you go you you could time it if it was properly prepared ahead of time it takes six and a half minutes three minutes 15 seconds one side Three fifteen, the other yeah. you have a perfect medium well steak any more than that it's well done
1: right yeah so if you if i go to like i've always had good um luck with uh you know you go to like texas roadhouse or whatever those steak houses that they're, they're known for that and then they'll, they'll make it just like that because they know what they're doing that's their specialty but yeah any place else that has a bunch of different things on the menu they seem to always do it wrong but whatever get over it david
2: i prefer my steaks medium rare Be right. um, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, it depends
3: on the cut for me like if it's uh New York like or... Prime
2: rib is, is good, medium pr- rare.
3: Prime rib, I'll eat rare. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, just, just fire it. it for a couple seconds. <laughs> but like, if it's like a, a T-bone or New York strip, medium, rare, medium, I'm good. But I don't want boot leather.
2: What about you, Robert? How do you like your steak? Uh,
4: Normally, I order a medium, but I'm, I'm with Dave on this. It depends where you're at because, mm-hmm. like... I mean, Golden Corral, you order
0: a
3: medium steak, and it's still mooing, so. Oh. That's when you just say, look, bring me the blowtorch you cook this with. Nah. <laughs>
1: <A> rizzle. <laughs> I don't
3: know. I, I, I love cooking steak. I once told my own mom, though, because I got um, really nice steaks from a friend who I do IT work for. He, run, he has a farm and he goes, Cattle Ranch, my mom after seeing these beautiful steaks that I just picked up fresh from the butcher shop she's like, uh, can you um, burn that, like make it so it's like super, super well done I looked at my mom, nope, make your own steak nope <laughs> I, I am unable to make anything above, like just above well done, I can do but
2: no, I can't. I, do I, can't, like, I, don't, I don't
3: understand know. why people order boot leather steaks. Like, it's now you're just ruining some See, mm-hmm.
2: My mom loves burnt steaks, like, uh, just that rubber rawhide thing going on. Uh, <laughs> it's like, it's not for me, but she loves it. I don't know why. Just
3: order, just buy beef jerky.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and since we're speaking of steak, steak place, can I have beef jerky? Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Cut it with a knife and a fork,
3: <laughs> Add a little bit of sauce to it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's, speaking of liking steak and a good steak and how you like it done mm-hmm. this irks me and uh, I want to know what you guys think about it a1 steak sauce why would you ruin a good steak putting garbage on it okay uh-huh.
4: the thing is if you have <laughs> if you have to put a1 on it it's not a good steak correct
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> there is like I if i i i agree with you david like i grew up that way but then when i got old enough to realize i can make steak my own way i don't put anything on a steak if it's good it's juicy it's been seasoned right that is steak <laughs> that you know what's worse ketchup
2: yeah i don't understand why that's a thing um uh, my, like
3: my my, could... my mother-in-law did it once and uh I was like, what, what's it's
2: going on here? so weird. My, I don't know
3: why. My dad likes I can't to mix ketchup and A1 them. on a
2: steak. I can't picture the two together. The, they make that. It's called Heinz 57. It makes my stomach sad. <laughs> 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 my stomach is really sad right now, everyone.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you're getting a steak and it's made right, that's an insult to the chef if you don't at least try it before putting anything on it. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we're on the same page on that one.
2: No, it goes on steak potatoes. (laughs) Oh,
3: yeah. I'm Scottish, so anything – potatoes go on everything. Exactly. You have some potatoes? Put some potatoes on it. I once – I lived in college off instant potatoes. So, (laughs) Instant potatoes and homemade um, hash browns.
2: See, you're gonna get me started, and we're just gonna talk about starch until the remainder of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're a fan of starch? Uh, okay. All starches. I'm,
4: I'm I noticing a trend tight. in season three.
2: Yes.
0: Uh, <laughs> <Ooh>. Food. <laughs> <laughs>
3: we're,
2: we're a bunch of people who oh, love food. It's so good. Which is sad because now I'm on a diet, and now all the starch well, is gone. Uh, Where's the starch gone?
1: <laughs> it's, it's the same place you left it. So yeah. sad. <laughs> it's waiting for you.
2: No, don't say it. No, we have to run away. Run away from the starches. Ca. <laughs> Eat me. I would if I could. Eat
1: me. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. So what else is going on, people?
2: Tk, mm-hmm. you ready to talk about your RPG of the night?
3: Yes. Uh, so a while ago, if you remember back in uh, season two, I talked about The Witcher and how it took us six hours to get the game going.
1: We talking about the video game? No, or? The
3: Witcher RPG.
1: Okay, I know nothing about this, so go mm-hmm. on.
3: And uh, it is a super detailed game, which I normally love. Except it took us six hours for a, to get a one shot started, mm-hmm. and I did not oh, like geez. that. Uh, Got into a discussion on Twitter because someone tagged me in it. Mentioning our podcast episode, how I discussed it at length, and my hatred for it. <laughs> and was uh, actually, I uh, want to make sure I get her name right, uh, Geek Girl Bookworm on Twitter had mentioned, oh, I made a class for this to make it more streamlined into 5e. I looked over the class and I sent it to one of my players and we did like a micro one shot the other night.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: It plays really well And it, it's I'm going to put that in the show notes So we, people can click on it And it, it's just wonderful It was It's not something I've seen in D&D before mm-hmm. And I've been playing since About the Dawn of D&D era of Second edition well, first, Started in first, went through second They've had some like magical hunting classes That were homebrewed But they were always broken this is, a, this is
2: not based off of the video game, right? Yeah, this it's is not the, the, this is that one.
3: Okay, this is the Witcher based off the Witcher video game that someone made a took the Witcher tabletop RPG mm. and just took the class for it. because nice. mm-hmm. you only have one class in the Witcher RPG.
2: Yeah, I stood in line for it for three hours last year at Gen Con for Saverick. Damn. <laughs> you have, you have it a- was very, very popular. And I got free dice for it because if you were like the first 50 people or whatever, you got dice. That was cool. It, but it,
3: uh, One of the things I, I don't like about it is it only has that one class. You're a witcher. <laughs> <laughs> so <That's> what, <laughs> do I even want to ask why it took six hours to set up then? That's how long it takes for character creation. If you only have one class, what is there to create? You have to create your entire backstory and a backup character. Oh jeez! Wow. You think backup character? I'm the author of the TPK Theater. I would love this, and I really wanted to.
2: (laughs) I feel like that's part of the reason why like Heroescape died so fast because (laughs) it takes like three to four hours just to set up the table for the game itself. But this
3: takes all of that clunk of the game; it makes it into a well-written class like it has the different schools that you can be in just like in the tabletop RPG each one is broken out and easy to read terms for a player and a GM and it goes through the class skills from level 1 all the way through 20 like this is awesome
1: it huh. sounds amazing
2: yeah for sure yeah.
1: I definitely like the Witcher game, so that's cool.
2: Yeah, it's very popular. The line was very long. (laughs) I did not play it, but I was curious about it because I heard that they stuck to a lot of stuff that was in the game and that this was played more like a video game, and I don't know if that's necessarily true.
3: I'll be right back. I have to go check because somebody's standing outside my front door.
2: Okay. Okay. It's me. <laughs> huh. I'll be in it in a minute. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How funny would that be?
2: <laughs> it would be like me to do that, though. Hi. <laughs> don't mind me. Scooch, scooch. <laughs> oh, my God. Just put my laptop here. Thanks. So. Hmm. what's in the box sorry because like i always have like an idea of how i want to do my what's in the box and then like while we talk i'll come up with like a new idea of what i want to add to it and then it becomes like this big long convoluted what's in the box item that i've like narrow down later <laughs> yeah, i am back apparently my
3: uh... Our food discussion. Apparently, uh, someone ordered food and they thought it was for my house. Nice. <laughs> Did you, you a- eat? It. Did you accept <laughs> said food? <laughs> <laughs> no, was like, I was like, I peeked out. The guy's like, "Is this this address?" Like, no, you were like ten houses away.
2: You know what would be really, really <laughs> funny is if every time we're on the show, I send something to be delivered to TK's house and you'll we'll never know what it is and has to open it up on the street. Uh, <laughs> that's a perfect what's in the box. That's A, it would be. a real what's, what's in the, the box, box. But in real life. <laughs> so what I was saying is that A Witcher, I was curious to know if it's Played like a video game because that's how they were advertising it while I was in line forever. As that, it's just like playing a video game, and I'm yeah, a huge video it, game player. It's like so.
3: uh fourth edition DD was a lot like video game mechanics, that's mm-hmm. what it uses a lot of. Okay, no, nothing against that for people who enjoyed it because I know a lot of people who did. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I like, I'd say, I like different. I, I like a, to have that experience as a GM and as a player to be able to dive in, make my character, get into the story without having to go through each individual thing I did from age one to 22.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's why I really want to play it. I just want to see what that really means. I (laughs) I
3: I can run it for us one day. We could do a stream and then you could just see me pull out my hair like midway through stream. Like, yep, TK's gone.
2: You pamper me so. I love it. <laughs> yes. DM me a game. <laughs> Maybe we'll do it for my birthday. Yes.
3: I, I I did write an entire uh campaign last year for your birthday. Uh, that was so I, cool. I rewrote re- the Tomb of Horrors. <laughs> we should continue it then. I think I
2: have some arms left on some cases. <laughs> <laughs> You good, David? I am. Okay. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are we ready for the what's in the box? I'm
3: ready. Uh,
2: Let's do this.
3: So uh, last week, we were at the mysterious vendor. His stand is still there. But you are not. You you decided to go screw this. We're gonna keep going down this road to the mysterious castle on the hill that may or may not be, you know, something we have to destroy. And as you're making your way down through the twists and turns of the forest, you notice it's getting darker. And as it I can't see just gets darker and darker. The deeper you go, you hit a fork in the road. And there's the left path, the right path. Or the path directly ahead of you. And the path directly ahead of you, there sits a tree stump. And inside the stump, it looks like something is protruding.
2: Yeah. So I put my hand on David's face. (laughs) Are you there? Is it you? (laughs) Fine, don't respond to me. (laughs) What What ifs?
3: Well, your hand is on his face. Oh, that's true.
1: (laughs) I lick her hand.
3: (laughs) As, As you approach the protrusion, you notice that it looks kind of like a tube of some sort. Mm.
2: I can't continue. You just said when you <laughs> approach the protrusion. <laughs> and you expect me not to say anything about that? <laughs> I have to I mute mean, my mic now. What, what
3: can I say? They, uh, the stump has wood. <laughs> uh. I can see it even in the darkness. <laughs> and uh, as you approach the protrusion, there's this uh, it's a tube. And as you approach, as you uh, reach inside, because it has a sign, reach inside me, I have one question for you. What's in the box?
2: I mean, I'd go over there, but my, my hand is busy. <laughs> <laughs> Which means Robert has to go first now. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So I go over there.
4: Um, if you look down in the to the stump, you see a small blob of green slime.
3: Huh. Ew. I'm going to uh, try taking the slime out.
2: Okay. Like with what? Are you just gonna mm-hmm. stick your hand in
3: there? Ew. I mean Ew. my hand's been in worse places. So. Yeah, but
2: what if it's like an acid ooze? Don't put your hand in it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we've got we've got other hands.
2: oh my god you're sacrificing well i don't as long as he uses his his left hand he's okay (laughs) i'm never moving my other hand ever (laughs) all right you're you're going for the ooze so so tk grabs it yep Uh, i grabbed the
3: ooze i'm just like hey guys there's ooze down here
4: (laughs) (laughs) so the green slime starts expanding over your
2: entire body including your head see look what you did and you
4: now feel that you have the ability to breathe underwater and have resistance to magical damage. You also feel that it gives you a boost to your AC, a plus one to be exact. And every time you get hit with a bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing damage, the AC of the, of the slime goes up by the amount of damage over the AC it currently has to a max of...
3: <laughs> I'm just going to turn around and scream, I am slime man.
2: Instead of <laughs> <I'm> on fire. <laughs>
1: I am the slime I'm, man.
2: I feel like flame is the only way we can save him.
3: There's a There's a Black Sabbath song to be written about me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my! Just had to touch the ooh.
3: So there you go.
4: You now have slime armor.
2: That's cool. Nice. I still set him on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Because Fiery Ooze sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's why Black is Yeah,
2: that's even better. Slyman's <laughs> <laughs> like the hero name and Fiery Ooze is the villain. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I would read this comic.
3: <laughs> so, any comic book artists out there, you know, if you want to help us out.
2: <laughs> so, uh, I guess I'll go next because David can't talk. <laughs> oh, David's busy still. He's. busy. <laughs> oh wow. Well. He'll be right with you. <laughs> so, when are you gonna are you gonna put your hand in there too for me? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm my a, turn. I, I, I'm covered in slime,
3: but you know, sure. <laughs> hey, you did this to yourself <laughs> <laughs> when you
2: stick your oozy hand <laughs> in the protruding. Would uh, you? When you pull your hand back out, you notice that there are all of these walnuts sticking to your hand, hmm. and there's an ornate nutcracker as well.
3: I'm gonna put one of the walnuts in uh, the nutcracker, but I'm gonna aim it down one of the pads because <laughs> I know us, <laughs> <laughs> and that's gonna crack the walnut. <laughs>
2: So you notice that this nutcracker looks unusual. It has a body of an earwig, which for those who don't know, it's a bug, kind of like a, an elongated ant of some kind with pinchers on it. And then at the very top where it closes in around the walnut looks like an Egyptian scarab pincher. And that's what it uses to, to crack the nut. The walnut is is making a buzzing sound as you begin to crack it. And when it opens up, inside is a swarm of wasps. Hmm. Dun dun dun. Bow, bow, bow.
3: First thing we're gonna do is uh, throw the walnuts, put the nutcracker down, and be like, okay, <laughs> I need a can of uh, aerosol spray and a zippo. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: If you were the fiery ooze, this would not have been a problem. <laughs> I tried to prepare you.
1: <laughs>
2: are the, are the wasps attacking? They're not attacking. You are in control of the wasps. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. So what would happen is that there are all of these walnuts at the, the base of this tree, protruding tree, <laughs> and each one has a different swarm. You can control them for an entire battle, and then they disappear. If you use all of the walnuts, you your character will then change into uh, Talona, who is the mother of all plagues, um, also known in the Forgotten Realms as uh, they used to live, uh, I believe, I forget where they are from, mm. the Palace of Poison Tears mm. is where they're from. Uh, and you can remain this character for the remainder of the campaign. If you want to, unless the DM prefers not to or just do it for a battle, but she's pretty grotesque. (laughs) So if you look up the photos of them, it would definitely set the scene for (laughs) this what's in the box. (laughs) But that is what is in your walnuts.
3: I like these walnuts. We're (laughs) going to keep these around for a rainy day. You know.
2: (laughs) All right, David. Now's the time.
3: What is in your box good, sir? Yay! (laughs) <laughs> You're free.
1: Uh-huh. All right. So uh, as you open the box, you find a bag, a silk bag. Ooh. The silk bag is a little bit like the color of purple, a little off, uh, not real shiny. I, I guess it would be kind of like a velvet-looking purple. What's that? Like a king's robe type royal mm-hmm. purple. A uh, crown but royal it's a bag? bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's a silky. <laughs> That's funny. I guess I should have said that. Uh, but it's a silky bag, and it has a drawstring around it, like a crown royal bag. There's little tassels on the end, and the tassel has a little a little charm on the end. It's a little snake head.
3: And if I open the bag, what do I find?
1: You find a bunch of strings inside the bag. Huh.
3: I want to take one of the strings
1: out. You take a string out, and you <laughs> see, ooh, it's a string. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Covered in ooze and walnuts. <laughs> no, nope, it's just a string. Huh.
3: I'm going to take want... all of those strings out and put them on the ground. Oh, see what happens.
1: No. Ooh, all of them? Yeah. <laughs> Last chance okay. to change your mind.
2: I'm keeping a distance. I'm at a distance. <laughs> yeah, I'm
4: going to scoot back a little
2: bit. Just... Yep. I'm not even, you can't even hear me. I'm at a distance.
0: <laughs> from
1: I a mean, distance.
3: <laughs> you have to say, go big or go home.
1: All right, so you take them all out of the bag and you, do, you just drop them on the ground right in front of you? Yeah. Okay. As soon as they hit the ground, they turn into poisonous snakes that do 2d8 damage and they are very aggressive, so they start to attack you, biting at your feet. <laughs>
3: Well, I've lived a good life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe
2: they can't get through the ooze. (laughs) You're very oozy.
4: Well, every time he gets hit, his AC is going to go up, so eventually they won't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that's the end of TK. (laughs) (laughs) That's Uh, how TK died again. Yeah. it would
2: be like a very I killed Kenny situation <laughs> like every week. I, don't
3: <laughs> worry, folks. I'll, I'll be back next week. I, I am like Kenny. You know, they kill me. I come back. It was like, yeah. you were dead? Nice. I'm like, That'd be the only one who remembers, like, yeah, the whole snake thing. Oh, you must have been having a bad dream. <laughs> I like that.
1: And you'll never know, but they would do other things, too, if you didn't just drop them on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of no, that but- story. Shall remain then, a mystery. But
3: then that you know that can go in the uh what's in the box, the thread Raiders, D yep. and D. Yep. they've got the whole story.
1: So once they're feeding on your corpse, maybe C A or myself can go over and try to gather them up with the bag again. Turn them <laughs> back <laughs> turn them back into ropes. string.
2: I remember you always TK? Scoop, scoop, <laughs> scoop, scoop. <laughs> 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 I'll even name a string after you. Pick do, me. Do, 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 <laughs> do.
3: I I gotta give it because you know, I gotta give it to uh, Robert. That slime is pretty cool. I you know Woo! now I'm gonna have to write a song about it.
2: The fiery ooh song.
3: <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> I I just need to stop writing D and D parody songs. <laughs> <laughs> or you need
4: to publish them. One of the two.
1: There you go. Wow, that was great.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: That went off without that was hitch. a hitch. Good time,
2: yeah. yeah. So I uh, think that finishes uh, the what's in the box.
1: It does. Yep.
2: And I uh, think that takes us up to upcoming events.
3: Robert, what what what's going on with you? Where can we uh, find you? Anything cool you're doing? Um, you can
4: find me on all social media sites at nuwildcat62. Um. I'm not really doing a whole lot besides playing some tabletop role-playing games and working on some side projects that may or may not come to fruition. Hopefully they will soon, but we'll see. And uh, just, yeah, just living life.
2: And if you want to come see Robert live in action, they will be doing the fundraiser for Action Against Hunger also. So that will be the weekend of September 20th to the 22nd.
4: I'm gonna be playing some Starfinder. I haven't started writing it yet, but
2: it's gonna be fun. Yes.
1: And now you yeah. say we will be playing. They. I'm sorry. You say they. They will be playing. Does he already mm-hmm. have a group, or can people join this?
4: I haven't started signups yet, but anybody who's on the Threadrider Discord will be able to see the channel for Action Against Hunger, and I'll put signups up there here soon, probably.
0: Yay!
1: Woo. Yay! And do I have to go buy the book and learn how to play it before I decide if I want to join in?
4: I mean, not really. We're go- we're going off the cuff, anyways. I mean, if you would, if you listen to the YouTube that we did of the last game, I I ended up homebrewing uh, some rules and skipping over some stuff because of donations. So that's the other that's the other thing about doing <laughs> these charity events is the donations can
3: affect your game in a big way.
2: Mm-hmm. Cool. That's what I really so, like. I like that challenge. Yeah.
3: See, uh, David donating enough to make everyone go. That shit crazy during Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> 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 like, so if anybody donates this about everyone will go crazy. Next <laughs> donation. Okay, everyone's going crazy.
0: <laughs> I was like, well, that escalated.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a progression. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good time. <laughs> good, times, good times. What about you, David? What do you got going on?
1: Oh, yeah, we're doing Action Against Hunger, and uh, mm-hmm. what's that date again?
2: It's September 20th through the 22nd.
1: Isn't there something going on before September, though? Gen Con? Uh, yeah, Gen Con. <laughs> Gen Con 2019. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I actually just found out that um, I'm uh, DMing. Some games for Cobalt Press, three mornings, but they're all sold out, so good for me and bad for you. Yay.
2: That's wonderful. Yes.
1: So, uh, full table. And then we are doing Friday morning, we're doing the podcast, uh, what? Ten. (laughs) Huh?
2: (laughs) We're doing a podcast panel. Podcast (laughs) panel. That's what it's called.
1: It's a panel.
2: Engaging the audience.
1: Engaging the audience. (laughs)
2: From ten to eleven AM. Right.
1: <laughs> Remember your lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. That's gonna be fun. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Steel Empire will be there and Beholders Eyeball, Eye. right? <laughs> 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 and the yep. Thread Raiders K I yes. herself.
2: We'll be there. Nice. Hype is real. It's my first battle ever. Yeah, it's gonna so be I'm fun.
1: Excited. It's gonna be <laughs> real good. Yeah, looking forward <laughs> to that. And then like we asked we talked about it last week, but uh so go listen to last week's show. Uh, and you'll hear all that. But, um, yeah, I don't have any uh, things set up. I'm just basically hanging out besides those things I'm doing. So I, I plan on playing a lot of games, grabbing some uh, stuff out of the library, and just hanging out with some cool peeps.
2: All right, TK, what you got going on? Uh, what
3: do I have going on? Mm-hmm. Well, soon I will be doing uh, playtesting for Princesses in the Dark, which is a Forged in Darkness she-Ra inspired uh, tabletop RPG uh, also we have the streams every Tuesday the Kilton and Beard and soon we'll be getting back with the uh, Raiders of the Galaxy now that schedules finally all match up again every other Saturday yes. will be uh, the TK yes. and potential guest horror video game stream
0: mm.
2: So I'm so excited
3: They're going to be all retro, like, you know, old school video games that will scare the living hell out of people.
2: Like Fatal Frame. (laughs) Which
3: I only play on stream. One, two, and
2: three. (laughs) All of them. (laughs) I'm very excited about it.
3: Only because four and five are not in America. Like, they're not released in America, and I have no way of getting them, which is disappointing.
2: Ask and you shall receive. Okay. That's...
3: (laughs) (laughs) Like I could, I could you know, go through all the trouble of making a, one of my consoles play European games, and then it's like, yeah. Then I got to pay the fee of ordering the game, which, because they were limited release, are like six hundred bucks a pop. It's like, all right, I will just uh, relegate myself to knowing these are not canon to the main story.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I got to mention, speaking of video games, uh, scary video games. I when I, I don't remember which one it was, but Resident Evil, I played one of the console games, I don't remember which one, Xbox, PlayStation, mm-hmm. but I remember being in my bedroom playing that with the lights off. Scared the shit out of me. I had I had to stop. I could not play it. Those creatures coming from the ceiling, trying mm-hmm. to pull me up and jumping through the windows, and I was like, ah, Jumping around. So now. good. Oh it's too scary. It was
2: one of the newer ones or older ones? No, 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 it was
1: older. It was it was it was, it was a long time ago. It was about, at least, so oh god. At least ten years ago. More than that. I was doing
2: okay with Resident Evil, Oof. but the newest one, holy crap. For oh, yeah. the first half of it was like terrifying. Yep. I could not do it myself. I had to play with friends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I have that on the uh, the friggin' headset. The oh, uh, virtual uh, reality. VR? Oh yeah, that, my no. God! Yeah, forget yeah. about it. Mm-mm. It's insane. I couldn't
2: do it. I couldn't do it. No it's way. Insane. Oh gosh! No, I got to be screaming <laughs> the whole time. How about you,
3: CA? Where? What are you up to? Where can we find you at?
2: So you can find me everywhere. <laughs> uh, but coming up, I will be on Legendary Realms channel. Uh, they stream on YouTube on Thursday nights at around nine o'clock. I will be there supporting the podcast, uh, talking about some stuff that I do, like cosplay and uh, going to Gen Con and things like that. So you can come out and hang out with us. It's June 13th on that Thursday. And uh, if you miss it, you can always take a look at their YouTube channel. They just made 100 subscribers and we're super excited about that. Uh, Just type in Legendary Realms, two different words, in YouTube and you can find them.
1: Nice. And uh, they they do what? It's it's a kind of like an interview show that they, they live stream.
2: Correct. Yeah, they interview different people from the community, and they talk about various topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a lot of gaming stuff in there, but it's not just directed towards gaming specifically. So nice, check it them
4: out. So, cool. CA, you mentioned costumes and cosplay. Did you pick a costume for Gen Con this year?
2: So, usually I do my cosplays for Pax Unplugged because Gen Con is, is more of like a business trip for me, but it does look like everyone voted for Lulu, so it looks like that's what we're going to be doing next. Nice. Hot damn. Yeah, from Final Fantasy, for those who don't know.
1: I'll have my camera, so everybody. <laughs>
2: <will be okay. laughs> oh, are you going, David? Are you going to Pax Unplugged? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you break my heart like that on Is live? that September <laughs> as well, or when is that? No, that's no. December
3: 6th through the 8th.
1: Are you going to be there, TK? I'm hoping to be. <laughs> I am.
3: <laughs> I know. Got, I'm waving. I got to wait to figure out what the hell is going on with the whole back surgery thing since things got delayed again.
1: Oh, okay. Mm.
2: Don't even get me started. <laughs> 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 David, you should go. Or if you don't want to go to Packs of Plug, I'm um, planning a meeting, get together. You should come to that instead. Okay. Yeah. I will
3: be I will be going to a small con. I always help out every year in July. At uh, the mall down the road from my house, I do tech support for them. And hanging out with the Ghostbusters
2: again. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> what about you, Robert? Are you going to conventions this year?
4: Um. No because i don't get a lot of Mm -hmm. paid time off and so i have to use it when i can and having a family i gotta prioritize yeah no doubt
2: we'll kidnap you that's okay
4: (laughs) i mean i'm three hours from gen con so
2: (laughs) no i'll get you on my way (laughs) i promise i'll bring you back yeah (laughs) Hmm. wow so that was it for me
1: nice all right so we'll sign off let's uh just remind everyone, uh please come and see us over at threadraiders dot com. You can yes. find all our social media links and make sure you uh follow the newest, what is it, T-R-R-T, T-R? Wait a minute, <laughs> I didn't <even> forget <laughs> this already. Fun. It's the new podcast one. What T Raiders podcast. T Raiders. <laughs> thank you. T Raiders <laughs> podcast uh on Twitter. So make sure you go over there and follow. And we're out. Hey, we did it! Okay.